And we are here during what's traditionally called Holy Week. Tomorrow is Monday, Thursday, where the Lord Jesus partakes of the Lord's Supper with the disciples in the upper room. And then we move directly into the events that lead right up to his arrest and his his beating and battered and bruised and then his crucifixion and his uh, obviously the greatest thing his death burial and the greatest of all things his resurrection i want to pray for you as we begin this wednesday night time and we begin the gospel of mark i'm going to be reading from the first eight verses and then we'll have one song and then i'll be back and looking at a later on in a uh, passage later on in the gospel of mark that will give us some real uh connection to a lady who who um found a real god who really loved her so let's pray father i pray that you speak in and through your word to us right now and we pray this in jesus precious and holy name amen mark Mark's Gospel, verses 1 through 8, the first section. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths, or make his path straight. John appeared baptizing in the wilderness. This is John, Jesus' first cousin. And proclaiming the baptism and repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea and all of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now, John was clothed in camel's hair and had a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and honey. And he preached, saying, After me comes one whose uh, strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I've baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. What a wonderful beginning of the Gospel of Mark. I want to turn our attention to this one song, and I'll be back with you.
his body lay, light of the world by darkness slain, then bursting forth in glorious day, up from the grave he pray for you. Father, I just pray and thank you that you would be pleased and ask you to be pleased to speak through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to this Wednesday night before Easter, and tomorrow night is Monday Thursday. Uh, what is Monday Thursday? In Holy Week, it's the time when we know that Jesus Christ had the Lord's Supper or the ate with the disciples, and we traditionally celebrate that during Holy Week. I'm Pastor Rick here at Pleasant Hill Baptist Church. I want to take us to a passage of Mark as we begin the study in Mark this week of Easter, and we'll continue studying. We're going to jump ahead. I read earlier to you from Mark chapter 1. I'm going to read to you now from Mark chapter 8 after I pray. So let's bow our heads. Father, I just pray that you would speak to our hearts and our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. Mark chapter 8, verse 31 through 33, I want to read first. And he began to teach that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. And he said this plainly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, so he wanted the disciples to see what was going on and see that Peter was in the wrong because there was a bigger plan. And Satan was was using and sifting Peter, if you want to call it that. And he said, get behind me, Satan, for you're not setting your mind on things of God, but things of man. Jesus was following God's plan. First point I want you to think about tonight was what is going on, Jesus? Why would you rebuke Peter when you've chosen him to walk with you? Well, there's times that God has brought us out of darkness into light, into salvation. And there are times when he needs 
us to use the power that was within us to rebuke Satan. And sometimes he works in our lives to get Satan out of our lives. And Peter's focus was in on losing Jesus physically from this earth and not allowing Jesus to go through these things. He didn't want that for Jesus, but he in turn was really being used by Satan. Satan thought he could get Peter to to, if you will, talk Jesus out of going to the cross, but there was no way that that was going to happen. Speaking openly, Jesus denotes this, this, or, or gives this idea of a speech that conceals nothing and passes over nothing. It's the opposite of his teachings, like his parable teachings is the opposite of those. He said this plainly, and Peter took him aside and, and rebuked him. There was no mistaking. Peter knew what Jesus was trying to tell him, that Jesus was going to die. And Peter didn't want that. Peter didn't want him to suffer and die. Peter can't process this. The news, and, and along with Peter's personality and nature, mixed together to give us verse 32. And verse 32 is when, and when Peter rebukes Jesus. Jesus intended, listen to this, intended his statement to Peter, his statement he made to Peter to shake him and him and the disciples into understanding why Jesus came, had come to this earth. Luke 19, 10 says, the son of man came to seek and to save that which is lost. That's all of us. We are lost without a shepherd. We are in savior, in need of a savior, sinners. And that's what's going on here. And, and it goes all the way back to Jesus fulfilling the prophecy at uh, that was given to us in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, where it said, He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Or some translations say, He shall bruise your, um, he shall bruise your heel and Jesus will stomp out Satan. And he did that at the cross. And that's what Easter is all about. He said it freely and plainly and did not wrap up what he was saying. Jesus did in ambiguous statements. He came straight to the point and spoke exactly what needed to be said. And this is amazing what Jesus was doing here. Garibaldi was a great military hero in the 19th century, and he raised an incredibly committed volunteer army. His appeal to the recruits, listen to this, was unique as he offered them only these terms. I offer neither pay nor quarters nor provisions. I offer hunger, thirst, forced marches, battles, and death. Let him who loves his country with his heart and not with his lips only follow me. Jesus loves us. And he faced a lot more, but he faced these things too, hunger, thirst. He didn't receive any payment, but after the cross, God said he gave him the name above all names. Jesus was forced into being beaten, battles. He went on a battle with Satan early on in his ministry. He later on battled what was ahead of him in the Garden of Gethsemane, but Jesus went on to the cross, and Peter can't understand that. He can't fathom them. And if we stop and think about it for a moment right now in our lives, how can we imagine that Jesus Christ would die in our place? Jesus, we thank you as I stop to pray right now. Thank you, Father. I just feel led to pray right now that you would continue to drive deep into our hearts that you love us and you've sent your son Jesus to die for us. We praise you for that in Christ's precious name. Amen. Well,
the first point I asked you or a question I asked you was, what is going on, Jesus? I want to ask you that in a different form or fashion, but I want to change it a little bit. And not what is going on, but Jesus, what is going on with us? Verse 34 says the crowd indicates uh, this verse tells us that the crowd indicates the instruction that applies to all of God's rule and not just to this 12 disciples. Jesus Christ came to die in our place. Jesus Christ came to die and take our place. Jesus Christ came to die to take away the sins of the world, to take away everything that we had done and will do. If anyone, Jesus says, wants to come after me, let's look look at this verse, and I want to pull this up for you. Now, if you've got your Bibles there with you, pull it up with me. Mark chapter 8, verse 34. Mark chapter 8, verse 34. Pull, you can see, and it says, in the crowd, calling the crowd to him with his disciples, he said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever would, verse 35, would save his life will lose it. But whoever will lose his life for my sake and the gospel's sake will save it. Jesus is saying there's something more important than than just trying to hold on to our own lives, take control of our own lives. It's losing our lives in the love of Jesus Christ. Sometimes this seems backwards and when we read passages of scripture like this, but we know that that this is what Jesus was talking about. Peter couldn't get it. He saw it as backwards so much so he remember rebuked Jesus. But that is not what God wants for us. Verse 38 says, And whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. May we lose ourselves in the love of Jesus. This Easter Holy Week and every day and every week of our lives, may we lose ourselves in the love of Jesus Christ. What is God doing? He's saying this, Jesus is all for you. Are you all in for him? An old Christian drama depicts a little boy working in his parents' carpentry shop in first century Jerusalem. He present protests his chore, which is to assist in building the cross. The parents insist he help because Rome has given them a contract for construction of crosses. In another scene, the boy is weeping. What is wrong? His parents says he responds. I went to the marketplace and I saw Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, the man we love to hear preach, and he was carrying my cross. They took him to Golgotha, the place of the skull and nailed him to my cross, and the parents insist, Oh no, son, that wasn't your cross. Other people in Jerusalem build crosses. That wasn't your cross. Oh yes, it was, the little boy said. When you weren't looking, I carved my name on the cross I was making. When Jesus was carrying his cross, he stumbled right beside me and looked, and my name was on the cross. All of our names belong on the cross, but Jesus took our names with him to Calvary. Do you know that Jesus? Do you love that Jesus? Do you walk with that Jesus? This week, this day,
do you know Jesus? Let me pray for you. Father, I pray that you speak in and through your word. I praise you for your goodness, your kindness, and your love. Speak to us, Father God. Prepare the way of our hearts. As John the Baptist came in chapter 1 of this Gospel of Mark, saying, prepare the way of the Lord. He's coming. He has come. He has died. He has risen. God, help us know that, see that, and know that personally. In Jesus' precious name, amen. I want you to listen to this wonderful song, and that will be our close for this Wednesday night. I'm going to pray for you before the song. Father, I pray that you speak to us through your word, Mark's gospel, chapter 1 and chapter 8, verse 8, verse 31 through 38, Father. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful Easter week and turn to Jesus. Blessed be your name in the land that is plentiful, where your streams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name when I'm found in the desert place, though I walk through the wilderness. Blessed be your name. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be your name when the sun's shining down on me, when the world's old as it should be. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name on the road marked with suffering. Though there is pain in the offering, blessed be your name. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name.
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name.